0: Well, hello Powerful Manifestor and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show. And I am coming to you from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, also known as the ATL. Guess what? I am so grateful, so thankful, so appreciative that you tuned into my show today. And guess what? It's a setup. Don't tell anybody. You know, the Spirit of God has attracted you here so that you could hear that one thing. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and all it takes is one word. One connection, one idea, one email to really shift and change your life. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, I don't know if it's morning, uh, evening, afternoon, where you are, but it is the right time. It's so simply a beautiful day here in the ATL. Uh, in the U.S., we are celebrating. Our veterans, and I just want to say publicly, so grateful and so thankful uh, for the freedom, you know, that we do have. So for all of those who have served uh, in our military forces and and who are serving, I just want to say thank you. Well, I have a great show for you today, as always. uh, I have a powerful woman. They call her the PR guru. Dr. Pam Perry, she's going to talk to you about how to brand your business, market your business, and attract clients. I mean, boy, she has some of the, the, the biggest clients in the U.S., so can't wait to hear what Dr. Pam has to say. Well, I want you to follow me on social media. You know, I just love uh, posting my videos, Uh, I posted one this week where I'm dancing and twirling around. And if you're not following me, you didn't see that. (laughs) And everybody, I had one lady tell me, she said, you know, uh, and she's a, uh, uh, she is my BFF hairstylist. And she said, I saw you twirling around on, I don't know which platform she saw me on. I think Facebook. So my Facebook is Coach with Constance. She said, and I looked at that thing about 10 times, and she said, it really helped me. She said, because I've just been going through some stuff. So so follow me on, um, on TikTok and Instagram, Law of Attraction Constance on Twitter, LOA Constance on Facebook, Coach with Constance, and then on YouTube. Uh, I'm doing a lot of shorts. Uh, on YouTube, so just follow me, and uh, man, I'm giving out some juicy nuggets, one minute reels, a uh, three minute uploads to all of those platforms. Also, I got some good news. Uh, if you've ever wanted to coach with me and you're just like, I don't have the money, uh, I understand now that PayPal has several ways to help you to do that. Now, I didn't set that up, but uh, it's my understanding that when you purchase a coaching package from me and and you go to checkout, that PayPal will give you two options. It's going to ask you, do you want to pay with your credit card? And then it'll drop down and it will say, or we could give you six months interest free loan to pay for this coaching or we can it'll slip down again to another um, level and it'll say or we could break it up in three or four installments so you know when people say when i save the money when i get the money but open up your mind but i do know that you do have to go to checkout So give it a try and let me know how that works for you. You guys know that I have coached and or trained over 10,000 clients. I have a proven track record. And it's not just theory. It's my life that I'm living. You know, you've heard me say I know what it's like to be broke, but I know what it's like to, to have money oozing and just flowing. I know what it's like to be lonely and feel isolated and rejected. I know what it's like to be in love. I know what it's like to be just speaking pro bono. And I know what it's like to speak and people pay you what you're worth. Uh, I know what it's like to feel alienated from God to to be living in my past. Uh, And I know what it's like to know how to create and Get clarity about your future. Just this week, I just prayed and I said, God, give me more click uh, clarity about my future. Help me to see clearer. You know, that's when I'm doing my visualizing. So uh, excited about that. What else? And also, I would love to uh, come to your company via uh, Zoom, virtual, or in person and really uh, teach you some powerful team building to bring that team back together after the pandemic to motivate your employees. And uh, if you know your company is struggling, and a lot of companies are, because it's my understanding that like uh, 70% 70 of people in the U.S. are saying, we don't want to go back to the office. And some companies are struggling, you know, with that whole new vibration, or I'm going to say that whole new way of living. So everybody, uh, just if you're on a committee, if you're a VP, if you if you, you if you have a close relationship with your boss, let's do a discovery call, just so I can tell you my proven track record. You guys know that for. Many years, I travel all week long. Let me take a sip of water. I travel all week long doing leadership training all over the U.S. So I would really, 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 really love to work with you. And I think that is it. So everybody, let's take a deep breath in. Let it out. One more time, deep breath in, let it out. Let's get ready for the one and only Dr. Pam Perry. I'll be right back.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. Well, everybody,
0: I am back, and we got a superstar in the house. We got a baller in the house. You better get ready. You you better put your seatbelt on. I'm calling out, shouting out to all entrepreneurs, all people who are authors, all people who are thinking about business, thinking about writing a book, thinking about speaking. This is the show for you. Well, you know, the Bible talks about give honor to whom honor is due. You've heard me say that many times before, and today is no exception. I want to introduce uh, our very special guest. My very special guest is Dr. Pam Perry. She's a publicist, speaker, author, magazine publisher, and consultant. Uh, Dr. Pam Perry, Pam Perry, is an awarding winning communications professional, she has been called by Publishers Weekly a PR guru and it's nothing but the truth and has been featured in many major publications including several covers and she's been on more than 100 radio shows, OMG and TV programs. She has a 25 plus year career expertise in marketing public relations, and journalism. Uh, She helps establish experts and experienced entrepreneurs to stand out from their competition so that they can attract, anybody familiar with that word, new clients from their buzzworthy story. She's also the author of Synergy Energy, How to Use the Power of Partnerships to Market Your Book, grow your business and brand your ministry she's the publisher she's busy y'all she's the publisher of speakers magazine and uh, she is she is a podcast host of the speakers magazine show on roku and dozens of other uh, podcast directories and all of her clients you know they've been featured on uh shows like CNN, TBN, The Word Network, you name it, Essence Magazine, uh, Ebony, etc. So we're grateful, thankful, and honored to have this great woman of God, but great entrepreneur, great uh, creative mind. So Dr. Pam Perry, welcome to the Law Attraction Radio
1: Network. Oh, Constance, thank you so much. That was so, I had never heard it said like that thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much you are
0: amazing you are amazing well thank you I'm just a reflection of you my sister so audience uh, Pam is the Dr. Pam is the person that I reach out to at least one of the people that I reach out to when I'm looking for great speakers and I email her and say Dr. Pam I need somebody in the area of and this woman is has just helped all kind of celebrities, all kinds of people that we all know. And she always sends me great guests. So Dr. Pam, I was trying to remember how do we meet? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> I want to say it was at least a decade or so ago, maybe longer than that. I've been in business 22 years. So, and I was on blog talk radio as a radio host with chocolate pages network show chocolate pages show and oh. I, we ran into each other there and i saw you were having regular shows i was having regular shows i probably did about 500 shows on chocolate pages there uh back in 2000 oh it had to be before 2012 so I yeah in 2008 or 2009 yeah you're right i started in 2009 on blog talk yes Yes, that was it. And it wasn't a lot of us there. So I think mm-hmm. it, we ran into each other and we just kept in touch and just evolved.
0: That's nothing but the truth. But I have tons of questions for you. But I just want to get the audience to know you personally just a little bit, because mm-hmm. if you so I'm talking to my audience now, if if you feel like you got a God idea or uh, insight or solution for the world or you've been thinking in a certain direction you know, I, all of y'all know, you know, my faith. And and so, Dr. Pam, how did you uh, really get involved in the whole PR business? Was that downloaded to you by God? Did you always know? Have you always been a great connector? Where did that come from?
1: I want to say, you know, thank you. I, I want to say it really was just part of my purpose. I mean, I've always been a promoter. Uh, my name is uh, Pam. So the P is for promotion, the A is for amplifying, and the M is for marketing. And so those three words really excite me. They (laughs) really do. Promotion, amplification, and marketing. Those are the words that, that basically like stand for my name. And I just remember, no matter what someone has, if they have something that's really, really uh, exciting to share, whether it is their gift or talent or art. I'm the one that says we need to tell other people about it and um, not necessarily the one that would like create the music or write the book, but the person who would help them promote their message. And that's always been it. Like marketing the message for others has been doing that since really high school, uh, wow. being a newspaper in high school, you know, working in the advertising team. Uh, getting uh, retailers in the local area to sponsor our events. I uh, was never shy about doing that. I mean, that just felt like it was mission driven. And I kind of thought everybody did that, right? Um, majored in journalism in, in college and then worked for the major daily Detroit Free Press after I graduated from college. I was there for about a decade. So it was it was a good run, you know, working in the media field. And then eventually I had a flip about around age 30 to really work with nonprofits to really help them promote their message because I felt that businesses had a leg up because they had really more um, resources. So if you're Ford or McDonald's and I've, I've done work with them, they have a budget to really promote. But if you're a small nonprofit that's doing good work, you may not have the budget. So I had the skills. So I just really like took my skills and, said hey you know let me help you from what I know this is the best way to kind of get media exposure and that's really been like my mission for wow uh, I said 22 years with my company Ministry Marketing Solutions and uh, working with authors and speakers primarily helping them promote and brand themselves Well, speaking of trends and marketing, you know,
0: things have just drastically changed. You know, you and I were Mm -hmm. just speaking Mm -hmm. earlier about, you know, being on blog talk, you know, back (laughs) in the day, we can say Mm -hmm. it like that. And so we're going to be talking to people about how can you attract new clients and accelerate your business. So I know you are a guru. Where do I start with you in the area of branding? But just before we get to that, what would you say generally to somebody who's an entrepreneur, who wants to be a speaker, who who is a speaker, but hadn't been getting any speaking engagements because of the trends and just because mm-hmm. of the way marketing is, what would be just some good business principles that you could give
1: people before we get into branding? The The main thing I think that people realize that social media, they, seem, they see it and they think that, oh my goodness, you know, I can just be an instant star. Um, I would say be patient. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, and this is, this is still true, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Now, you may see people on social media and they look like they really got it going on and this and that, but that's just their social media. That's what they're posting. If you really want to build a body of work, if you really want to be looked at as an authority, if you really want to have a, uh, you know, a a really good credibility, it's going to take time. You can't expect someone to be an authority in, say, six months. That is, you know, uh, Tina Turner um, just um, transitioned yesterday. She mm-hmm. was in the high time, okay. She has been doing this for, she'd been doing that for a long time, decades and decades, even like the first 16 years while she was with Ike Turner, she was going through so much turmoil, but she sucked through it. She became iconic in terms of what she does. I would say that you just stick to what you do, what you know, no matter how big the stage or the platform or the outlet, but you bring your best A game to whatever it is. And I think so many times people are trying to start out at level A when they really have to go through all the other alphabet first. (laughs) So so I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, you know, it looks easy, you know, to get on the Today Show or whatever, but it takes time. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, I think you've had him.
0: Yeah, I love him.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so he's been doing this for at least three decades less brown 3 decades. Not saying, you know, they were they were out here before social media, but social media does shave off some years, but it still doesn't replace the seasoning that a person needs in order to be, quote unquote, well done. And and I just want to say that with anything, if you love it, it doesn't matter. You don't need to be in a hurry. Just continue to do the good work, and it will pay off.
0: You know, that's nothing but the truth, Dr. Pam. I remember I was saying, well, God, I have so much to share. But yes. what I had to do was be faithful with what was in front front of me. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm going to work with these 10 women in my therapy group and then 20,
1: yes. 30, 40. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Yes, be faithful over little and you'll be ruler over much. That is so true because i find that people are not faithful over the little they just really think like oh i'm gonna get this photo shoot and then i'm gonna just be the superstar and people will just call me and i'm gonna get 10 dollars 30,000 dollars speaking engagements i know speakers now who aren't getting that they may get smaller speaking engagements along the way and eventually over time they will get the larger ones but it doesn't happen all the way so i don't care you know, in social media, people can say anything or they can say anything on their website, but it will take time. And And I am very truthful about letting people know that, hey, you know, you have to start. I say you have to be ready, set, go. and And really, the ready phase is the longest phase, the foundations of certain things. Even if you were very, very talented and you feel like you can go on the Today Show, you still need media training. People like T.D. Jake, some of my clients I've had, they've had media training. Great speakers. So everybody needs to have some type of foundational training, uh, mentors, coaching to get them to that next level. No one can do it by themselves with the click of a button by using Canva or YouTube or whatever to, to get going. It's part of it. It's part of, your, part of your packaging. It's part of your branding, but it will not automatically catapult you to the top it is a stair step and and listen you wouldn't want to go automatically to the top anyway you would because if you stumble and make a mistake it will be catastrophic and then you would be canceled right it's like oh did you see what the you know so you want to <laughs> you want to take those gradual steps and I'm telling you it will really really pan out it's, it takes humility for people to do that it really does it takes humility it's power and humility so you definitely, I, that's the biggest advice I get people. And you, being a publicist, oh, it's it's so true. And the last thing I want to say, Constance, is that don't believe your own hype. So a publicist is a person that will hype you up and they will make sure that <laughs> you're positioned and make sure that you're branded and make sure that you're on the cover of the magazine and make sure that you're, but but it's just fleeting. It's like, that's that's just positioning. That's just PR. It's not, don't believe the hype. Don't believe all of those things and, and, and then feel like you have to look down on other people. And I, I find that sometimes I feel like Frank, I've created some Frankensteins, right. Wow. Where, <laughs> where they think like, Oh, I'm all that now in a bag of chips. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I said, you know, I've created a monster here. I say oh. they can't even, they're, they're too much of a diva now. And it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, wow, this is not what was supposed to happen. So I will say that just make sure that you're ready for the PR, having the right mentality, having humility is really, really key and be a servant, servant leader.
0: Yeah. And so you have folk who, who are to become sought after experts in Mm -hmm. their field or who want want more eyes Mm -hmm. and attention on them. So talk Mm -hmm. about marketing and branding for somebody who may be sitting at home. They just finished publishing a book. They're trying to do things by themselves. Talk about the branding, some concepts around that, and then marketing.
1: Yeah, you can't do it by yourself. It is synergy mm-hmm. that you do need other people. Your one connection, two connections, the way you want to go. But I would say writing and speaking is the biggest form of your own branding and your own promotion. Write, uh, and publish, meaning like not just books, but making sure that you're writing articles and making sure that you are posting um, you know, things in newsletters and 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 all of those things. So you're writing, um, all the time in speaking, speaking on stages, speaking to schools, speaking on podcasts, writing and speaking, sharing your message. And, you know, this content marketing really, the word word we use it today, but the main thing is to make sure that you are positioning yourself as a thought leader, leading with some thoughts, some uh, thoughts that are, I guess you would say, your own, thoughts that are going to really shake things up, things that are unique. Uh, when you think of the people that we really admire in the speaking and author arena, you may think of maybe someone like Valerie Burton or mm-hmm. or Les Brown or T.D. Jakes or uh, Dennis Kimbrough. They have their own signature style of writing and speaking. And that's what you really have to focus on day in and day out. Don't ever get tired of your own messaging. Uh, continue to say it, continue to do it. I mean, you can look at politicians in a way, good or bad, but they Mm -hmm. are message all the time. So the other part, the tactics are really minor compared to your message. So you want to make sure that you are really honing in on your writing and your speaking. Speaking, whether you're speaking for free, Whether you're speaking to be on the stage, but make sure you're speaking in front of the right audience. So that's what I always say, knowing who you are, what your message is, and then who your message is for. Those are the basic pillars. Most people, though, they have too many things that they define themselves and they try to be a chameleon and then they never get anywhere. They stay stuck because they're trying to be too many things to too many people. I always say that you can get niche in a rich. So find one area and dominate that by writing and speaking and dominate that area. Then you can branch out into other things. But don't start out trying to be everything, to everybody. Oh, I can talk about uh, this and I could talk about fashion. I can talk about uh, women. I could talk to children. I can talk, you know, and it's like no one knows what to refer you for because you're all over the place. So I always tell people take the time to niche down, and be very good in that area. Be known as an expert. Then you'll be called upon as an expert for other areas. Your expertise to to talk on other areas, but at a certain point in time, you have to niche it down. You have to really get clear and have clarity.
0: You know, Pam, wisdom just flows out of you. It just. So naturally, because it's been in you for 20, you know, you just, yes. Hey, Hey everybody, she's on vacation and I'm into, we're interrupting her vacation. So she must really love y'all, you know, to do that. I it love just, you. Constance. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It just oozes out of you. And I'm so glad that you said that because I tell people for years I was doing pro bono mm. and, and really, but I was practicing, I was getting experience. I was, you know really finding my niche and a lot of times people want the bag they want to be paid up front and it's all about money so 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 is it how, how do you help people who want attention and want to accelerate instead of serving just going after money do you help your clients with that yeah you know what I mean by that
1: yeah one of the the main things that they when you're you're just starting out You need referrals, you need recommendations, you need testimonials, you need those endorsements. And it's like, which one comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? You really don't know. But in order to build trust, you have to have some testimonials, you have to have endorsements, you have to have people saying you did a great job. So you will, just starting out, you probably will have to do some things for free. Just like I did at the beginning of my career, I had to intern. You had to intern in order to get some experience in order to get the job in the media. And it's not changed with anything else. You do have to apprentice. You have to intern. You have to do things. What you just said, pro bono constants at the very beginning. Now, do you have to do it forever? No, just at the beginning because you are just starting out. So if you're working a corporate job and you are paid to do something on your corporate job and you say, you know what? I think I'm gonna go start my own business and I'm gonna go and do my own business because they pay me on a job to do it. I'm gonna do it in my business. Well, you have no experience doing it on your own. Even though you do have experience on the job, you do need a trail of customers that have said that you did good. So you're gonna have to, you know, either do it as a beta group, people call that a beta group, get a beta group of people who maybe read your book and say your book is good, or beta group of a group coaching program and say that your coaching program helped. So you have to do it for years, but at least do it to the point where you're showing you've got some results for people or that people like it. And, um, and you can course correct as you go. There's no, you know, no problem in, Don't wait for perfection to get started. That's the other thing people do. They try to wait for everything to be perfect. Just course correct as you go and make sure that you are correcting as you go. The other thing that I say is just get your assets together in terms of what your branding things are looking like. If you look at your influencers in the field, what do they have? And then try to, as much as you can as your budget would allow, to get the same things that they have. For instance, if their book cover looks really, really good, then you want to get one as well. If you, if they have photos that look really, really good, you want to get photos as well. If their website is great and you see how it looks, you want to do the same. So you wanna try to mirror the influencers or the people who are top, you know, top of the field to make sure that you're looking the same as much as your budget will allow. And so so many times people will you know, want to be where someone else is, you know, uh, say if it's Lisa Nichols, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I want to be like Lisa Nichols or whatever. Well, you look at her photos, you look at her website, you look at the machine that's around her. Now you can't go into all of her back end, but you can see on the outside that she's flowing a certain way. And you look at yours and it's like, okay, you've got a little whack website over here. (laughs) Look at it. you look at uh, selfie <laughs> photos. Okay. So that's not going to work, right? If you want to be where she is, you've got to invest in some of the same assets that she has and it's available to everybody. So just being real deliberate about how you're positioning yourself in terms of your photos, your videos, uh, making sure that your social media messaging is on point uh, staying in your lane, as much as you can as I know it's 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 hard for people to really niche down but stay in your lane as much as you can because you know I may look at say um someone who has been a preacher you know and now they want to move into quote-unquote motivational speaking or corporate speaking I know it will be hard for them if they're going to make that pivot to not want to go back to what they're used to mm-hmm. but if you make a deliberate decision to pivot then you're going to have to make that deliberate position decision to stay in that area if you want to do corporate make sure you're speaking at chamber of Commerce or making sure that you're speaking at schools or or universities things like that because you want to make the pivot now if you're going to go back and forth you're never going to get go forward you're going to always stay stuck because you haven't made that deliberate decision so it's like what you know law of attraction what focus on expands so focus on the things that you want to expand if you're going all over the place, and focusing on every little thing, you're going to stay little. So you want to you wanna focus on one thing and let that grow.
0: You know, Dr. Pimp, as I listen to you, I could tell you a master. I mean, you just strategically know every step, every pitfall, you mm-hmm. know, every pivot, seen, everything, mm-hmm. everything that should take place. And, you know, and I'm saying to listeners, you know that's what you need. You guys have heard me say a master is someone who has ten thousand hours uh, in their field. Doctor Pam probably got—I don't know—hundred thousand. So you know, <laughs> you, you you a master can show you in one day what it might in one hour what what you've been struggling with for years. So you know, I, I just love that had. imagine. Mm-hmm.
1: That's because I've had mentors as well that have spoken into my life over the years. I have always had mentors at least 10 to 12 years older than me mm-hmm. and uh, I would sit under their feet Um, you know I always say some things are taught and some things are caught and so just being around your mentor you can just catch certain things they don't necessarily have to be instructing you and teaching you but you just are around them and so I would be around my mentors I would help them at events I would you know, go by their house and say, "What else do you need? You know, what can I, what errand can I run? You know, can I get your coffee? Any of those type of things? Because some things are taught, some things are caught. Sometimes just being in the room, you learn certain things, and just being the 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 fly on the wall, right? And those are the things I've always, even to today. Some of my mentors are in their eighties, and they wow. just. You know, I just love them. They are just amazing, and they share so much. And they even just at this point, I'm always looking ahead, like what's next. So, what would I do in my 80s? And I want to live the kind of life they live. You know, where they have a, a winter home, and then they have another home. And I have one mentor that's traveling. I think she said, "I'm doing all the A's. I'm gonna do Australia. I'm gonna do Africa. I'm gonna do and." You know, and And art. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, she's, she's I'm just going to go in and do all the A's and then I'm going to do all the B's. And I was like, okay, this is what
0: I'm talking about. Well, you know, I love that I'm like you. I have, you know, mentors like, and and I I tell listeners, and and I still get coaching, you know, Pam, mm-hmm. Doctor Pam, I still get mm-hmm. coaching and uh, sometimes counseling, and I'm a therapist, so uh, <laughs> it's am <laughs> like, I I, I, I yeah. need some help this week, and what Doctor Pam is sharing is so valuable. Uh, you know, just this week, I sat at one of my mentors' feet and just kind of what hung out with her. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when I went in her house, the first thing I said was, your closet is bigger than my whole house. You know, she <laughs> lives like that, Dr. Pam, and just being inspired and encouraged yes. by being yes. around that, that type of individual. Yes, it so is. Exposure, also...
1: exposure is important. It really is. And one of the things too, Constance, when you meet someone and they may be You know, you're talking to them and you'll say, hey, do you have a card? I'd like to, you know, keep in touch with you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they hand you their business card. You know, even though we still, even though we are all online, we still have a business card because that is like one of your first impressions that you will get from someone. So they hand you a business card. How that business card looks, you may have talked with them for maybe five or 10 minutes and really feel impressed by them. And they hand you a card and the card, if it looks raggedy and crazy, you will feel a certain way. And so that's mm-hmm. the thing that people have to do with their online presence as well, making sure their websites are okay, you know, and making sure it doesn't have to have, you spend like a million dollars on it, but it has to be clean and structured and that, that kind of thing. You know, have a, a tagline, have a logo, um, have your brand colors, uh, you know, making sure that if you're going to use an email, that you use a branded email. I mean, those are just like simple Things that show your professionalism that I I just want people to understand if you want to be taken seriously and positioned as a, an authority. And, and those are the main things that I tell people, I says, you know what, if you want to get in this game, you gotta, you gotta have certain things that just show up for you, a business card, spending money on that, you know, getting a logo, getting trademarks if you need to, those are all important things of really building your brand.
0: So what about spending money? Let's talk about investment. Cause in you know, I tell my clients, you know, you're investing in yourself and your vis And mm-hmm. your business. What would you say to people around that, Dr. Pam? Because
1: I would uh, say, I mean, if someone ties and they tie, you know, because they want to have that uh, you know, the feeling of like I'm giving that 10% that God mm-hmm. you know, really kind of recommends, then at least 10% to yourself in terms of investment. But if you could do more than that, it will be better. The more you invest, the faster it will go for you. So I know um, in particular, some people invest, you know, 20 to 25% of what they um, make in terms of their growth and their training and their coaching uh, Mm -hmm. and their marketing. And that's 25% of what they make. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to make all this money and it's just all mine. No, you always have to invest it back into yourself if you want to grow and invest it in your PR, invest it in your marketing continually. It's a I N G, ING, not an E D, like I it, And then that's it. <laughs> Man, you're so smart,
0: I tell you. So so let's talk about social media. We mentioned it a little bit. So people, you know, people are all about getting, they believe if I get so many followers and and if I get so many likes. Uh, talk about social media and people oh, who really? are designed to be speakers in business, etc. It's
1: it's not necessarily social media is an important thing. It's about SEO. So it's about search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. So say you pitch yourself to a particular newspaper, radio, or television station, and they will Google you and they will see what's going to show up on page one. And that can be your social media, so you want to make sure that that messaging is on point. It doesn't matter about the amount of people because it could be the amount of people that are following you that may not necessarily be your customers, or it could be a bunch of friends from I don't know if you went to a particular college or high school, you know. So they're not necessarily. So you want to make sure your messaging is good. So if I Google Constance Arnold, what will I see? I'll see her podcast, I'll see her website, I'll see her LinkedIn, I'll see her Twitter. And I'll look through it and see, oh, okay, and she's pretty much on point on all of her social media. I'm not looking to see like, ooh, how many people like that or, or um, you know, how many people was following. No, I want to see if she's consistent because I know that she's not a, a social media content creator. She is just really sharing her messaging, like I said, by writing and speaking. So she's taking something she's written, she's sharing it on Twitter She's taken something that, you know, she was speaking somewhere. She shared it on LinkedIn. I mean, so we want to see the consistency, not necessarily about how many. So it's about search engine optimization. You're amplifying the things that you've done on social media. Social media is not the place that builds your platform. Social media is where you share your platform and amplify it. So I always tell people, to realize that social media is such a microcosm. If you want to spend time really getting your platform bigger is that you will go to media, traditional media, whether it's news sites or podcasts, things like that, because you want to share your messaging out on other people's platform. Because the thing about social media, you got say <laughs> 5,000 people on Twitter. Mhm. Just sharing that that same message to the same five thousand people. They already know. They know. They can go to your website. It's right at the right in your Twitter bio. So you want to really share it out in other places in media, then amplify it on Twitter so that people can see that other outlets are talking about you instead of you talking about yourself all the time.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. So, what about? a newspaper somebody said ask you this question because I sent sent a little e blast out So mm-hmm. so newspapers and print newspapers. and the magazine.
1: Yes. Is, is that old school or, or what's the deal? No. no, that is actually I love newspapers. That's my my main place where I started, right <laughs> newspapers. Even as a even as a youngster like like really like growing up i was creating newspapers in high school i had my own newsletter before i worked at oh. a newspaper so the thing about newspapers you can tell a longer story magazines as well more featureish but a lot of the broadcast people they take their cues they they find their stories from print they do hmm. because they know those are the ones that have the longer stories and they get their ideas so if you are a broadcast journalist a lot of times they're reading newspapers, whether they're reading USA Today, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, they're reading those stories, and then they will get their ideas for what's next, what's news. And I won't say, you know, between print and broadcast journalists what's a real journalist and what's not. But for the most part, if you look at the Columbia School of Journalism, print is really like the leader. It is. Wow. You've got to write. You've got to have that journalism experience. And I every- to say the broadcast people don't write as well, but they don't write as long because they have shorter time. Uh, newspapers, they have to fill a hole and they have longer stories. It could be a story 500 to 1200 words, whereas a typical news story on broadcast can be 100 words. So, you know, it's it's a skill in terms of trying to abbreviate and write in brevity, but definitely a journalist, you want to make sure that you have a long story written about you. When I do my quick media coverage, I have about fifty news sites that will write stories, and the stories are roughly twelve hundred words. And it tells the person's backstory, where they got started, how did they, how did they, what does success mean to them, what obstacles did they face. You can't get all that in like a soundbite on Mm -hmm. five minutes or ten minutes on a television segment. So, print is really the main thing, and magazines definitely have a different positioning. Magazines. Have a longer shelf life. I mean, I have some magazines, honestly, that I have had for 20 years. I have some vintage Ebonies. I have some vintage (laughs) Jets, actually. I have some vintage uh, Black Enterprise magazines. So, you know, and they don't don't print anymore, the Jets anymore. So um, they have a long shelf life, pass along rate. So if I'm in a magazine, say Speakers Magazine, which is my magazine, Seven years. I can take the oldest issue, which has maybe Les Brown and George Frazier on it, Dr. Cindy Trim, and pass it along. I can put it in the beauty shop. I can pass it along. So not only did the person read it in 2017, but they're reading it in 2023 because it's in still good condition. You can pass it along. And people like to have things in their hands as well, newspapers as well, whether it's a broadsheet or a tabloid, you know, tabloid size. People still. Really look at in terms of what they believe. They believe newspapers and magazines first, more so than um, the broadcastings, just because the fact of journalism, quote unquote, integrity. They know that it's really vetted more when you're in um, when it's printed because. It well. takes more- Fantastic.
0: Well, you know, yeah. you just mentioned George Frazier. I was just thinking about him. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're in the same mindset and, and going to ask you the question about networking and connections I and connecting. I, I love mm-hmm. George Frazier. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't realize he and, and Kimbrough were just besties. They're good friends.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Actually, Kimbrough actually helped George get started in some of his larger speaking gigs. Ah. Um, Kimbrough had written a book and jo- and George, Dr. George was saying, Hey, I'm gonna write a book too. And you know, and, and Dr. Kimbrough said, Well, when you write your book, let me know all the places where I've gone, where I have spoken with my book, I will give you the list as well. That's how good of a friends are. So yeah. after Kimbrough did his book tour, um, he gave his book tour list to george frazier and his book became a bestseller as well yeah. wow so so high for per-
0: that's what friends do nothing but so true so mm-hmm. what about networking groups connecting for people who are in business what are your thoughts on that dr
1: pam I, um i like groups um i'm in a lot of different groups i'm i'm pretty much a leader though i would say if i in a group I'm not just going to be in it, in it. I'm going to probably be a part of it and really be involved mm-hmm. and, and take a part in, in shaping the vision of it. I'd started a lot of groups. I remember I started a American Christian writers group here in Detroit and the Chocolate Pages Network. I started, I started blacks in advertising, radio and television. Not the fact that there weren't groups like that, but they didn't have the right type of vibe that I really wanted to bring uh, mm-hmm. targeting the type of people that I want to target. Uh, speakers magazine, not like not like there weren't magazines. I really wanted to to um bring a magazine that just really featured African American speakers and promoted them because so often we were always like last. Uh I love groups, the Black Speakers Network. We partner with them for Speakers Magazine because of their um, affinity for the same audience that we have, and also to. Things like BNI, um, what does that stand for? Business Network International. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great groups. And uh, there's also like sororities and fraternities. You know, I love them both, Delta and AKAs and Zetas and that kind of thing. Um, but I just you you fit you get in where you fit in. You're in where you get in, and and wherever your audience is. For me, I've been a part of the Public Relations Society of America the Black Public Relations Society, uh, Society Professional Journalists, um, NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists. So those are the groups that I go to their conferences and things like that. But I think everybody should join at least one group and be in leadership. Don't Uh just join it, but join it and be a part of it and really be involved in it. I find that some people are uh, with so many different groups that nothing sticks. Nobody even knows they're a member because they're just kind of like going to the the meetings. But if you're going to be a part of something, be a part of it, be a part of the leadership team, be a part of the executive board and really put in something. It's like someone says, Oh, I'm an alumni of such and such. Um, and I, and I go to the alumni meetings, but you, you never put in anything. So if you're going to join a group, be deliberate about it, be intentional, And then see what is it that you can bring to the group, because the more that you give to the group, the more you're going to get out of it. So true. um,
0: And a um, lot of people said, well, I'm going to get my hookup, Constance. I'm going to network so I can give out my cards. But you know what you shared is Uh it it, it, is so powerful. And before you share about your services, I mean, you're so successful, Dr. Pam. I mean, you know, everybody. I mean, every time I see (laughs) you you at some kind of event and, and, and guys, when you Google her, you see she's always dancing and having fun. What does it look and feel like for you to be as successful as you are? And did you always visualize that or know that that would manifest in your life?
1: Thank you. Thank you. So success is subjective. Uh, It is. I, I just knew that I wanted my life to be a certain way. I would dream it to be a certain way. I would visualize it. I would talk about it. If it wasn't going the way I wanted, if I was unhappy, I would make choices and determine to change. And so whether I was working with a particular type of client or whether I was working in a particular job, if I was not happy, I will tell you this, I will make a change. I am not the one that's like, oh, I'm just going to put up with it. Mm -mm, mm -mm." So success to me is, you know, freedom. Success to me is sharing my talents. Success to me is really making sure my talents are making a difference in other people's lives and helping them closer to their dreams. Uh, success to me is really just having um, the the choices to be able to, to live the type of life I want to live. Uh, success is really just being inspired by the people I'm around. So sometimes people can be in a job that they hate, and it's not that they hate the job, they hate the people. And so I say, well, if you hate the people, then you need to probably try and get around some different people. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so that may mean leaving and uh, and I've never been afraid so I you know I've always been bold about it making a change an abrupt change a pivot a, a, whatever it is um, I know that if you're, you're an entrepreneur you can choose your clients everybody who has money doesn't have to be a client you can decide whose energy you want to have in your space if you think that person's energy is not going to be good fit for you then you don't have to work with them and so I've I've always had that attitude that um, you know follow your heart follow your dreams money will come I, I mean I I knew that probably in high school because if I were going to quote-unquote follow money money I probably would have went to medical school or law school right mm-hmm. you know you know doctor lawyer but I didn't like science couldn't stand looking at blood uh, I looked <laughs> the and I said, Ooh, they read too many born books, um, uh, born to me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it was just like, okay, but they make a lot of money. I don't care if I don't love it. I won't make any money because I wouldn't be doing it well. <laughs> so, so you've got to decide what is your priority? What is, what is most important to you? And I knew early on that creativity, freedom, uh, fun, um, all of my clients, I love. I call them clients, right? They're friends, and clients.
0: <laughs> so they're clients because I, I love.
1: Yeah, I love them. I mean, I know them. I, 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 I will go to bat for them. I'm making sure I'm promoting them and, you know, providing for them different opportunities for them because that's just part of who I am. So whenever there's success, you you know, Constance, you said about success, if if it flows out of you very easily. That's success.
0: Oh yeah, that's so good. Well, well, I, I want you to share about your products, and for anybody who's listening, I don't care if you're international. You know, uh, just a large portion of my audience is international, Doctor Pam. Pam. Mm-hmm. So yeah. share with them your services, and even before she says anything, this woman knows her stuff. I have referred people to her, and if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a speaker, if you desire to be a speaker. Um. uh, If you have any kind of aspirations, I want you to hear what her services are. Go ahead, Doctor. Oh,
1: good. Well, one service in particular, I'm just launching tomorrow. Uh, Oh, okay. It's my birthday. It's the PR Power Program, and really, it's about digital marketing. A lot of times I'm trying to help a client get to that next level. And there's so many layers of things that they need to know before they really kind of like really accelerate and really go gangbusters. So the PR Power Program really talks about digital marketing, what they need to know about SEO. Um, Then I have the Ready, Set, Go, Speak. Those are for those who really want to get started with speaking They learn everything from the ground up. It's like a 12-week program in there. The Branding Accelerator program is in there. Um, I meet with them monthly uh, via Zoom to answer any questions and things like that. And then, of course, I have uh, the quick media coverage. That's like the baby. That's like my. My baby, right? That's the one where people can actually pick a package, whether they go in Speakers Magazine or they're on my Amazon Live or they're in the New York Weekly or CEO Weekly or Real Estate Today. They can actually go and pick packages that will fit them for their particular media that they want. And that's guaranteed PR. And that's the quick media coverage uh, package as well. So I that's that's my baby. That's like the main thing that I've really, really... um been working on for the last year, just trying to really hone it. And we add different media to it as well, but we really want to make sure that we're guaranteeing people PR that they pay for, that they pay for PR and they get PR. So that's one of the main things. So all of it is at com. Like I said, if they're, depending on what stage they're at, they can mm-hmm. pick one. The very, very beginning could be the PR power. Or if they're ready, they can do the ready, set, go, speak. Uh, if they want a course and they want to meet with me monthly or they can do the quick media coverage if they just want PR, PR and they want to get going. It's like, OK, here you go. And they pick <laughs> a package and they can pick them on a regular basis because I have about 75 different media outlets that people can pick from to actually, you know, do that. And so they can do four a month or they can do two a month or that kind of thing. But, yeah, that's oh, you
0: are that's... amazing. And so you work with international clients, correct? hmm. It's <laughs> so yep, all about international Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so guys, uh, I'm just telling you, you know, I know this woman, her spirit, her integrity, and look at her track record, I'm going to really encourage you to invest in yourself, invest in your business, go to her website, uh, give it to us again, Pam, and uh, Dr. Pam, and, um, and really contact her. What is it?
1: It is pamperrypr.com, pamperrypr.com.
0: And Dr. Pam, thank you so much for, I tell you what, for me interrupting your birthday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Only for you. Only for you. I just love you. We have known each other for years. And this is the first time we've ever done an interview together
0: that is so funny it's amazing thank you so much you are amazing everybody go to her website make a decision make a choice to invest in yourself and Dr. Pam enjoy your holiday Uh, 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 Enjoy, continue to enjoy your birthday and everybody as I say every week make a decision to create live and manifest your best life everybody have a great week thank you for listening to Think Believe and Manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information,
1: please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.